We are going to go get it. Are y'all going to go get it this year? Got to stop playing it we safe. We got to stop There's playing no... That foot shaking. When that foot starts oh. shaking. Bro, this, this conversation got me so hyped and so Ooh, excited. Like... Some of y'all be grinding. You be tired. But once you're like going after something with a purpose, it becomes exciting. It becomes a game. Yeah. And you earn the right to be tired. Yeah, yes. You earn the right to be exhausted. Some mm. of y'all tired and exhausted. You ain't even earned that. You didn't even do nothing and you just tired. Yeah. Right? You went to work for eight hours and you tired. You ain't earned exhaustion. I'm ready to go earn exhaustion. You're I want to listen. Like- at the end of the day, I want to fall out and just know. Yo, I went for it today. You talking like Donnie right We're now. Going. Some of y'all ain't earned exhaustion. On, That's man. something I would say. You, what we doing? What we doing? <laughs> if you go for it, it doesn't work. You will not die. Mm-mm. You will not die. But my 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 fear is that that you you get to a point where you can't physically go after it, and it's all off. It's, it's all you. You'll never know the possibilities. I want to talk about what it takes to go big. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. Get it, Reese. Get it. Social Proof Podcast. We are here. You got mad drinks. Wait a Get minute. Get your beverage. Why would you start and I'm in mid-swallow? <laughs> oh, why wouldn't we? Uh, so we're here, Social Proof Podcast, man. We're really, really excited. Um, things have been going well this year, yes? Things have been going amazing this year. In how many areas of your life? Um, how many areas are there? There's a few. There's finances, of course. Things There's are going well. There's personal life. Things are going well. Mental health. Things are going well. Um, um, relationships. Things are going. <laughs> things are going. I mean, I have relationships. Yep. Our relationship is great. Yeah. Things are going well. Things are going well. Yeah. Um, ooh, ooh, an area of your life, fulfillment. Fulfillment, like feeling fulfilled. So, you know, I struggled with this last year. Mm. Um, And last year I thought that I was depressed for most of the year. And then at the end of it, I realized it wasn't depression. I was feeling very unfulfilled. Mm. So I took a lot of ownership over my time and my life and what I'm doing. I started saying no to things that I was doing um, that that I just didn't want to do. But I also started saying yes to things that I thought I didn't want to do, that I realized that when I gave those things away, it actually brought me fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I am feeling really fulfilled these days, not only because of the things that I am doing, but also because of some of the things that I know are on the horizon that I will continue to be doing. Yeah. yeah. Good, good. Okay. Yeah. So there's a bunch of different areas of your life. Like, I think um, even organization is an area of our lives like not just how clean our office or our desk or our room is but are things organized in our life or do we not have a handle on them you know what i mean you ever feel like you're all over the place oh my gosh i gotta take care of my daughter i gotta take care of my business got this in uh this person that i work with a partner money ideas do i have all my ideas working in unison it's just confusion yeah you know what i mean yeah so I'm glad I'm glad things are going well for you. You know what? That could also be um, you're right. Organization is a really big deal. Like I've decluttered. So, you know, my daughter has been away for four years in college and her bedroom became like my closet, my storage, my office, my everything. And I would just it got to the point in the last two years. I have so many clothes 
I'm just throwing clothes in that room and closing the door. Like the door hasn't been open. <laughs> that door hasn't been open in a year and a half. Like just open unless I need to go in there. Cause you don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. But a couple of months ago, me and my daughter went in and went through all these clothes that I'll never be able to fit or wear. And I donated so much stuff. That was the first like, huh? And then last week, my housekeeper went in there. She never touches that room. She is not responsible for that room. But I wasn't home. And she went in there and just, like, put things in, like, piles where I could see stuff. Yeah. Like, I can walk in the room now. There's a clear path. And I was like, oh, the door is open today. <laughs> the door to the room is open today. Put it like this. There were so many things in there that if my little 12-pound dog went in that room and hid, I wouldn't have been able to find him. Oh, wow. That's how many, like, bags of clothes and shoes. Then I realized, you know what I haven't done this year? What's that? Been a shopaholic. I was so disgusted with myself when I started going through that room. And I got, like, shoes and clothes. I found two purses. Never took out of the boxes. Can I tell you how I was telling you that you had a problem? And you're like, no, I don't shop that much. I'm like, yo, you be shopping. It's. Not that I shop so much, it's that I shop and didn't even need it, and well, I never used it. it. No, it is. There's that you a shop difference. Too I don't much. shop too much. I used to shop like every day. Yes. I used to have a problem. Oh, you know what I think? That's a, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> no, no, not, no, no, not no. T- not this year. Obviously. Not since you've known me, Dave. Oh my gosh. I don't shop, Donnie. Anyway, if we go out of town, yes. The first thing that's coming out of your face is let's go shopping. <laughs> Whether we go to LA, no matter where we go. We could be at lunch at the Cheesecake Factory, and I'm like, it's attached to a mall. Let's go shopping. But you know what I'm doing now? What's that? I have not purchased I have not per I have not purchased a whole lot of high-end stuff. I want to do different things mm-hmm. just with my money. Um, I love a good high end, you know, a lot of stuff, but I realized I like a lot of good low end stuff. I'm in Dillard's. Um, I had an event to go to earlier this week. I'm in Dillard's just because there's one right across the street from my house and I just needed like a black shoe. Mm-hmm. And it's rush hour traffic time. I'm not driving all the way to Phipps just to go to Saks. And I'm like, I'm going to go in Dillard's. Dillard's. And get me some shoes. <laughs> and the I fact felt that it, you had to muster up courage. To go to Dillard's. I had to muster up some courage to go in Dillard's. <laughs> I like Dillard's. Um, now, what I will say, though, is I went in and I'm trying on some shoes and I end up buying the shoes. But I'm looking around because the shoes are Steve Madden's. Steve Madden's. I knew it. I was about to ask you that. <laughs> the shoes are Steve Madden's. Now, I got so many compliments on these freaking shoes mm-hmm. The only reason that I stopped wearing Steve Madden's is because they hurt so bad. They hurt worse than red bottoms, okay? Mm-hmm. But I have not worn them. I have not purchased a pair of Steve Madden's in years. So I get these shoes, and I got these Steve Madden's, and, you know, they put them in the dealer's bag. And as I'm walking out, I see this security guard looking at me, and I'm like, does he know me, or is he flirting with me? <laughs> so I got the bag, like, kind of tucked under my arm. <laughs> anyway, um. But I felt ridiculous when I got to my car. (laughs) When I got to my car, I'm like, who are these people that are the alleged bosses of me? What is it that I'm experiencing where I feel a way about 
walking around with some Steve Madden's, but I did because this shoe has Steve Madden on the bottom. I never saw that before. I did scrape that thing off. Like, did you really? We're not gonna be sitting feet cross, <laughs> Steve Madden. We were somewhere. What is wrong with Steve Madden? You tell me because we were somewhere and one of our friends had on Steve Madden and you was like, you whispered to me, yo, we got to tell her get about them Steve Maddens. You said that. So you're in the back of my head and I'm thinking about what if I kick my shoe off like I do on the podcast often and Dave sees the Steve Madden logo there. He literally, we're out somewhere. We're having a good time. Yo, somebody is wearing Steve Madden's right. First off, is anybody in here wearing some Steve Madden's? Okay, I'm proud of my Steve Madden. They fly, okay? (laughs) They are fly. But it's what I realized, David, is that you're toxic. What? That was the realization. Yeah, you're toxic. You have pressured me into so many unnecessary decisions. You are constantly the voice in the back of my head. You are who I was thinking about when I was swiping my card for these Steve Maddens. I was like, David is going to roast me. Why? Because he was roasting our friend who had on some Steve Madden. He's like, yo, you got to. I, I don't her think it was the Steve, Steve Madden. It was the fact that they. Yeah, they was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're right. Yeah, they were. <laughs> you are shallow and toxic. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. And now you make me feel like, you know, my car wasn't good enough. My shoes weren't good enough. My purse wasn't good enough. It was just perception. I think perception is important. I'm all about You're a high-end person. I am a high-end person. So for somebody that's not a... So for somebody that's not a high-end person, it's okay. But yeah. you, if you set that standard, then of course, I'm going to roast you a little bit. Yeah. But I feel like... So anyway, back to the year... I have not, I don't even know if I've spent $20,000 on high-end stuff. And you know that's a big deal because you can do that with five purchases or less, right? Um, whereas previous years, I spent a couple. I'm proud of you, I guess. Like 20, you're proud that you did. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. 
Hey, y'all, I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Yuffie lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school, and they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Yuffie lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry so it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store 0.3 second fingerprint recognition listen you put your fingerprint on there you don't have, even if you got you got your bags you put one finger out there boop you get to unlock your door that way no battery anxiety you don't have to worry about the battery dying quick charging it's incredible also passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally. And you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Ufi is on standby for you 24-7 so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty. All backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay? Listen, you need this Ufi lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, Ufi, E-U-F-Y dot com. I just... Order mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's it's, it's, it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy, video lock. That's E-U-F-Y, video lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. Didn't spend at least. Dave, we had one year where we spent a couple six figures on yeah, on shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big. That's a big big deal. And I'm disgusted by that decision too. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking this out, and it sounds foolish. Yeah, it does. I have a friend who's shopping budget. Like in her budget, um, she has a, a clothing allowance, and she budgets one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in clothes, in like wardrobe. And I'm like, Dang. yo, that's dumb. And then I turn around and do it. so i haven't done it like this little outfit 25 dollars from amazon it looks nice and it's cute y'all i've been shopping on amazon and i like it i am making different decisions i see why who is it bill gates wears the same black Mm t-shirt over and over and over again same black t-shirt blue jeans and i used to think that was so stupid i dated somebody who said i'm gonna wear the same thing i'm like not if you're dating me but now I get it. I get it. I have a dog walking out. I have three things that I put on. I know my neighbors are always thinking she wear the same clothes all the time. Mm. I have three outfits that I wear to walk my dog in if I'm not already dressed. So, meaning you would date somebody who has one suit and they just change the shirt everywhere y'all go. No. So, that's <laughs> that's definitely taking it too far. But... 
So <laughs> men specifically, and even now, decision fatigue will hold you back in life. 100%. Deciding what to eat, deciding what you're going to do with your hair, deciding what you're going to wear. And so I'm understanding when you, I have so much now. It's like, what am I going to wear? I'll tell Bree I have nothing to wear. She's like, you're a lie. I'm like, it, I see the stuff, <laughs> right? I see it, but now I have to decide. And then how's it going to make me feel? So I, I would date the guy, not who wears the same suit, but who says, let me buy 10 of the same suits. And this is just my look. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do that like with jeans. I'll buy 10, 15 pair of the same jeans because it's so hard for me to find jeans that I love. Um, but what if what if you're like really serious or even married, right? In all of y'all pictures on your page. No. My man got the same exact outfit, the same jeans, that same <laughs> t-shirt. I don't want to see it like in our personal life, but I understand why in your business life you might show up that way. You might want to wear the same suits. I don't prefer it. Now I'm just answering. You would answering. just never post y'all. I'm not. I'm answering your question. I don't prefer the man who's going to wear the same uniform every single day. But think about it. If you dating somebody who work at Chick Fil A five days a week, aren't they in the same thing every day? That's different than the question I'm asking, Donnie Wiggins. <laughs> I would take full because I understand that it's because of his his decision fatigue. I would make it my responsibility to lay his clothes out. I'll make the decision for you, baby. So you just buy him more clothes. I will buy him more clothes and I will lay them out. And if I need to have them ironed, somebody will have them ironed for him. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Good answer. Okay. Um, today, uh, I would love to discuss something. What are we talking about? The decision to go big. We're going big. We're going big. Mm -hmm. And it's scary. But I, I know that a lot of people never really put it all on a line. You don't go big. We'll inch. We'll say, okay, I got an idea for you know a t-shirt company or whatever, and you, uh, I, I see this more often than not. Okay, I'm just going to spend some of my money. I got, I got something I can play with. We'll get twelve t-shirts and we'll sell the twelve. And if I sell the twelve, then I'll buy twelve more. And you know, just yeah, it's cool. It's you know, I I get something going. But I'm talking about going big. I got it. So K, really, really proud of K. K joined. The uh, hey, K. <laughs> to the red, are you blushing? <laughs> so, Kay joined Terrica's property challenge. Okay, yep. She's like, Yo, I want to learn this real estate game. I'm all in, and I didn't, I didn't even know she was a part of it. She came in, you know, the, the day after, and she's like, Yo, I'm about to join the inner circle. Now, this inner circle, I want to say, is like. It might be like thirty, forty thousand. She's like, "Yo, I put down my deposit," and she said, "I'm going through the funding process. I'm about to get started in this thing." Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I was thinking, "Wow, this is execution at its finest." It wasn't like before she invested the money for the deposit was what three thousand? Yeah, three thousand dollars. It wasn't like she didn't call like, "Hey, Dave, um, can you see if Terica could just put me in?" Or, hey, Dave, uh, I, I want to do a deposit, but uh, you think you could do it later? Or, Dave, you got $3,000. She invested her own money, then went through the process of funding, came in, was like, yo, I got approved for $18,000. i am about to get the other part. And I was like, yo, slow down. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Excited. Investing. Going big. Mm -hmm. That's no, yeah. Really Let's good clap it up. 
So, Kay, I want to know where that came from. Where the idea came Actually, she might have to sit here, right? Okay. All right, yeah, cool. Come over here. Um, yeah. I, I want to know um, what was going on through your mind to say, yo, I am investing in myself. And is this your first investment in yourself? Come over a little. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is my first investment in myself. Um, but for me, it was kind of just like, all right, it's time. Like, at what point are you going to, like, make the decision to, like, go all in on something so you can go to the next level? Mm-hmm. Mm. Good, good. And you've never done that before? No. Was it was it something that was said? Was it, uh, I don't know, was it an internal feeling like was something wrong? Like, what, what sparked it, say, yo, to get past the fear? Because you can have that idea, you're still fearful, and you don't do anything. What do you think it was? Um, I can't even say that I really got past the fear. Mm-hmm. I just knew that every other thing that I wanted to do, I always let the fear stop me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, like you, you have to do something different. Yeah. Okay. You might be a little scared, but like, just do it. Yeah, for sure. Just do it anyway. And so this is Kay. This is actually my assistant. Um, and when she was telling me, I was like, her thought process was, bro, I ain't working for you forever. I'm about to get <laughs> We about to start flipping bricks, literally. We you about hear to me? Get bread, bread, you hear me? Was that your thought? <laughs> Are you planning for when you're not working for day forever? Yeah, a little bit. No time soon, though. No time soon. Yeah, no time soon. Yeah. It could be, though. You I feel know. like maybe Kay is getting paid too much. <laughs> <laughs> No, creating you know, some options around here that but you know what's cool um we're in an environment now where it's going to be really really difficult to to stay stagnant you know what i mean so all the the episodes that reese gets to record and listen to it's not going in one ear and out the other you know what i mean right it's not you can't you really can't be in this environment without thinking bigger yeah you know what I mean? And that's what a lot of it is. I don't even know if there was a conscious decision. I believe Reese even is also joining in on Terika's stuff as well. Or yes, she follows Reese very the closely. Yep. yep. I don't know if it's like more more conscious decision. I think the conscious decision comes as a result of being in the environment. Before working in this environment with us, did you were you like eager to invest thirty thousand dollars in yourself? No, I would have never even like thought about it. I'm like, I would have been like, where am I getting thirty thousand? I don't have thirty thousand dollars, and that just would have been the end of it. But now I'm like, okay, no, we're gonna figure it out. Yeah, because I'm gonna make back way more than thirty. You just invested a car. <laughs> I would love a new car. Do you need? Are you in need of a new car? I don't need it, but you know, like when you think about this, this is like some people would. Could you use a new car? Some people would have been like, no, that's the car. I'm going to buy my car first and then do this thing. Mm-hmm. Just like for a while, it was like, I'm going to shop first and then do this thing, right? Or just using your extra money to make such small decisions. Yeah. But finally now developing the mindset where you're like, it's time to go big. Yep. No more small decisions. No more small no decisions. More. Everything in the mall is a small decision. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Every unnecessary thing at the dealership is a small decision. Every hair appointment that you can't easily afford that's causing you to not be able to invest in yourself is a small decision. Or it could be a big, bad decision. Or big, bad decision. It's easier to make those decisions, which makes it small in your mind. Oh, I'm going to go to the club, hang out with my friends. But then you spend a little too much at the bar. Everybody convince you, oh, we're going to put something on this bottle. It becomes a big, bad decision because over time, those really small, easy decisions compound into one huge, bad decision. And you can't figure out why you're in the situation you're in. Period. Mm. Yes. I remember um, years ago when I was making money. This was right before the time that I'm going through the recession. And I had to sit down with my budget as I'm preparing to, like, lose things. But really figuring out, like, man, you made all this money. It was like, you know, quarter of a million dollars, $250,000 or so, and you can't keep up with a $1,500 mortgage. Mm -hmm. And I started looking through my bank statements. You know, back then it's it's paper bank statements, and I have them in a binder. And I'm highlighting where I spent unnecessary money. And I still do this today. Mm -hmm. I go in my bank statement, and I'm highlighting where I spent unnecessary money. And I add it up one month, one month, and it was like $11,000 that I had spent $11,000 of shopping and handbags and eating out and doing all this stuff. Fast forward to three months later, I couldn't pay a $1,500 mortgage, but I wasted in that one month, all these small decisions. Oh, it's just $500. Oh, it's just this. And I was known for buying the section in the club, like (laughs) period. I got it. The section is ours. We're seated. We're comfortable. And it's like, Oh, it's just a thousand dollars. These little decisions end up turning into something so big that when you need to make a good small or good big decision, you can't do it. Like I outspent at that time the money that I had for my mortgage. Think about how much money you're spending right now on these things that seem like easy swipes. Oh, it's always an easy swipe. Oh, it's okay. Just put it on that card. Put it on that card. And before you know it, you can't pay that credit card off or you've backed yourself into a position where you can't even afford to take advantage of an opportunity yes. like a big decision. Well, let's 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 get into it, man. Let's let's talk about this thing. Ooh. So, uh we're on the plane. Well, I had this idea for a while. Actually, when we started talking about the salon suites. Mm-hmm. And uh we interviewed somebody on the salon about the salon suites and Diana's like, "Yo, let's find a salon suite. Let's let's get one." I'm like, "All right, cool." And in my mind, I'm like, I'm not really, I, it's not like passion makes the decision, but I'm like, I in my head, I can't see that this is the best way to make money. You know, you can make some money for sure, but I'm just not in that world. I don't know if I was, maybe I can coach some people that had salons. If I was like a hairstylist, how to make more money so that they can keep paying the rent. For the salon suites, right? In my mind, I'm thinking about this. Then I was like, yo, I'm looking at... Somebody called me one day, and this had to be like the fifth call of someone saying, yo, can I just rent out one of your rooms and just have that room and make it my room? And I'm like, no, because we only got three rooms. Yeah. I can't have let you have that one. And I was like, yo, podcast suites, mm-hmm. creator suites, yeah. where you rent it like an apartment. Yeah. And me and uh, me and Donnie start talking about it, and on I, and a flight, I, on the flight, yeah, on the flight to Cancun, and I'm I'm really 
I'm getting less um, vocal about ideas until I can map it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to have another idea or Donnie have an idea where it's just an idea and she didn't map it out and we just talk about it and it's like, oh, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. And it's done. So I was like, man, I want to map out the idea. I want to like have it locked in my mind. One, so that if somebody I talk to isn't with it, I'm still going to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not predicated on the person that I told. You ever had an idea, they shoot it down, and you're like, oh, well, maybe it's a bad idea, right? So once I bring, and I, I knew, like, Donnie was going to be down, but I was like, I wanted to have, like, details and all. I don't want to just come with an idea. Yeah. Donnie immediately says, yep, got it. Yeah. Done. We're on the plane, and David and I, on the plane all the time, that's like our most intense like map out sessions. We're going to map something out. We did right? nothing on the trip though. We did nothing on the trip. <laughs> well, and even on the flight. So we were going on this trip that the whole trip was supposed to be a mastermind. We're supposed to be mapping stuff out. Yep. We knocked our stuff out on a three hour flight. Bruh, right. It's, by it's the end just of the, up vacation here. By the, up, by the end of the flight, we're like, well, we did it. It's vacation time now. And so I go, we have our list of things that we want to discuss. And I'm like, yo, the salon suites, we need to still talk about this. And I was never passionate about the salon suite. I was interested in an opportunity that was very lucrative, right? Mm -hmm. And I liked the idea of having these suites and these different entrepreneurs coming in uh, to run their hair business. And, like, they're renting this for the month. You don't have to think about it. Mm -hmm. And Dave said, well, I mean, we could still do it. But I had this idea. What if we did podcast suites? Like, the same kind of concept, but with podcasts. And I was like, Oh, what if we do that? <laughs> I'm like, I like it. It's in a lane that we both operate in. Yep. And um, so we start mapping some stuff out. We come up with the name. Did we check the name? Uh, yeah, it's been, pro- well, it's two of them. I don't want to say both of them, but right. they're being checked. Yeah. Okay. So we come up with the name, super dope, and we kind of go for it. And it's like, let's start looking for the space. I start looking for space that Dave is like, no, 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 too small, too this, too that. And then he went and found a space. In the ghetto. In the ghetto, baby. I'm talking about <laughs> the ghetto. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> Listen, it might be a fear for my life opportunity, but it is an opportunity. Do you hear me? <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, so we, we, we just come together and it's a big decision. Here's what's cool. We're going to secure the biz- the building. Mm-hmm. We're not sure how we're going to get the other $600,000 to like fix it up and improve it. First of all, we're not just securing the build. We're securing a seven figure building. Yeah. Right. But it needs $600,000 worth of work. A hundred percent. On the low end. I think yeah. I, that's not the high end. Yeah. And to secure it, we have to put in a few hundred thousand. So, so first <laughs> off, we got to put in a few hundred thousand, right? But on top of that, me and Donnie in the account, we already have like 170,000 mm-hmm. from just, you know, it's just been sitting there and accumulating or whatever. So we got to add our money with that money just to secure this building mm-hmm. that needs more than a half a million dollars worth of work. Yeah. You know what I was thinking as I was thinking about the financials for this is we should have been doing more of that work that got us that 170 in the account. Because this would be a no-brainer. We just stopped doing that work, and it would have been so easy. A small decision that could have helped us to create a big one. But, yeah, we got to come up with – 
we got to come up with a large amount of money and next week. Yeah. Yeah. Next Friday. Yeah. We're closing on this. So Dave is looking and let me tell you how he's been operating lately. So we decided like six months ago that we just suck at executing on our ideas. We'll have all these ideas. And it used to be that we would get together. We have these ideas and we go, but now we're both so busy that we come up with these ideas and it's like, it just sits in the notepad or on the iPad and we don't do anything. So we decided that when we have an idea, you just run with it. And like you said, bring it back when, you know, it's complete. So we went to Mexico two months ago where we mapped this whole thing out on the plane. Dave comes to me a week ago and says, we got to put down a couple hundred thousand dollars, more than a couple hundred thousand. We got to put down quite a few hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I'm like, bet when next week. (laughs) (laughs) And he's so like, because he's been going through the process, he's so on it now. It's like, yo, 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 you got your money. I got my money. We got the money in the account. We're, we're, we're ready. I'm like, yo, wait, now that I'm tagged in, thanks for tagging me in. Now that I'm tagged in, let's explore a couple of options here. <laughs> can I, can I see the building first? Literally, I went to see the building not even a week ago. Yep. It was all, it's Friday. I, it, it hasn't even, it's yeah, it was. Thursday, I think. Six, yeah. Friday. I, think. I haven't yeah. even seen, I had not even seen the building. I knew he was looking for the building and he knew what to look for. So have that. But I thought, I thought he was going to come back with like three options. Say, Donnie, let's go look at these buildings. And he came back with this one option. He's already negotiated with the owner. We already got it figured out. He's I'm like, well, Dave, can I see it? <laughs> yeah, so you don't know. We've been going through this process for like a, a, a month and a half or so. Yeah. Because we're like, there's a specific type of gate that it needs mm-hmm. so that it's like uh, theft deterrent. Like there's an electrical component going through the city, talking to councilmen like, yo, can we have this particular type of gate? We're going through that process. Um, I think my uh, a structural engineer came in. I, said I gave him like $1,700, something like that, just to make sure the structure is cool and all that kind of stuff. But I wanted to package the idea and the concept so that even when I bring it to What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools. You don't have the tips. You don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. 
And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal donnie it's not oh this is just another one of your hair brain ideas yeah i want i want to like respect her time to say okay i've done some work Here's what we have so far. And I can answer some of her questions. She got a lot of questions. She's a <laughs> businesswoman, right? She's like, okay, what about this? What about that? What about this? And I want to have as many, as many of those answered as possible. But I think one of the key components is um, a lot of people are waiting to like make sure your idea is good by talking about talking about it with a bunch of people and trying to get everybody's feel for it. And then everybody has ideas. And the more ideas we have, we're struggling with that on this tour. Struggling. If, if, if me and Donnie were going to do a tour together, right? It would be succinct venue, promotion, marketing, no problem, because this is our idea, right? Mm -hmm. We bring in melanin money, which is just another element and now it's kind of hard because we don't know who's supposed to do what. We would know. If it's just us, we know we're responsible for promotion, right? Mm -hmm. But with another group, it's kind of challenging. If they were going to do a tour on their own, venue, promotion, let's go. Execution. But the more people that's involved in an idea or a concept, the more it slows down the progress. Mm -hmm. So I think us, we need, like, for instance, Brittany, if, if she would... If this was her idea and she didn't need approval or anything like that, if she was just going like, this is what we do, space, equipment, this is what we need. Okay, listen, by next month, all of this stuff is together. Mm -hmm. We would feel more comfortable saying, okay, well, here's the money. Yep. 
for the record, Brittany, that that we we're spending that money now. <laughs> <laughs> we no longer have we it. We no longer <laughs> we no longer have it, girl. But if you have been prepared. <laughs> If you had been prepared, that money would have been yours and we couldn't even have been counting on it. But now, yeah, so Dave is like, he's telling me about the building maybe two weeks ago. And he's like, okay, but Donnie, here's the thing. Like, he's like, the building is great. It's like 13,000 square feet and 15,000 square feet and blah, 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 blah. But there's this one little thing. Um, You're not going to like the area very much. Um, The area is a little sketchy. And when he sends me the address, I'm like, that's where all the hookers and pimps and hoes are. What are we it's doing? It's not that <laughs> many hookers. It's not all that many. It's not all that many hookers. It's, it's not that many. We are next door <laughs> to a discreet adult yeah. fantasy location. I don't know how discreet they are, but, you know, we, anyway. So, I'm like, Hold on, well, go, hold on real quick. I'm sorry. So, I go, I'm going to all the neighbors. Actually, right before I meet Donnie. Uh, there's a church across the street. I talked to the church. They're like, yo, you know, everything's cool. It says it's a tough neighborhood, but it's fine, whatever. And then I go to this little insurance company that's right there, and the guy is on the phone, and I just can't get in touch with him. So right next door is an erotic sex store, which is like two doors down from the building that we want. And I'm talking to the lady, and she's like, yeah, you know, this is, you know, my my, my parents have had this business for years and I'm I just became a part owner or whatever and I'm just asking her you know what's going on and she's telling me oh you know if you get rid of the the like there's some homeless people in this one little area she's like but if you buy it then you know you clear that out you'll be fine right but as she's talking I'm so distracted in this space because it was this one it was this one area prospect yo it was like Butts, like black <laughs> butts, and then light skin butts, and then white butts. <laughs> and oh takes, my god! <laughs> it's, yo, it's, I couldn't, and I'm trying not to look, but I'm like, that's a nicely shaped butt. Though, like, like, <laughs> but it's man, like. <laughs> I promise, those same butts have been in that display for the last 15 years. <laughs> so I told Dave. Oh my gosh. I told Dave, I said, now, where she didn't take you was the back room. They got some private suites of their own over there, okay? And my next question was, Donnie, how do you know? (laughs) So I know because that place uh, has been there for so many years. And back in the day, I worked um, in an industry where I used to be on Craigslist all the time. And this place was on Craigslist. Whoa, 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 hold on. You used to be in an industry and you was on Craigslist. Yes. What was you saying? I was not on Craigslist. I was searching Craigslist. For what? Work. You were work for hire? Yes, technically. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so many things I don't know about. Oh you, my god, yeah, work for hire. No, so um, yep, I used to work in the entertainment industry. I used to manage uh, entertainers. What kind of entertainers? And you would find them sometimes on Craigslist. What kind of entertainers? Dancers. You, ma- you were a pimp. No, no, no. Kinda. I was not a pimp. You managed dancers. I used to provide opportunities for girls to work. Really? 
What does that sound like to y'all? Atlanta. Because I know they wasn't just dancing, Donnie. No, 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 they were. They they were legitimately just dancing. It was like frat parties and record label parties and stuff like that. You mean to tell me they're not taking them extra couple dollars? No. They were not. Because we didn't play that. Because you wouldn't know. You're not there. Were you at the parties? Yeah, I would go and, you know, manage stuff and collect the money. <laughs> anyway. It sounds like pimping to me. Anyway, I grew up not too far from the area, and you just knew what was in those places, mm. right? And they were on Craigslist, like looking for girls to work. Um, and it was, it was so funny because it was right next door to the Christian bookstore, yeah. <laughs> we stayed in the Christian bookstore, so you knew exactly what it was. But no, I told Dave, now there's some private rooms back there that they probably did not show you. I don't know if she's still managing and operating the private rooms, but there were some private rooms oh, wow. um, back there. So we're not going to tell the story of the other business that we interviewed because um, we might scare people. <laughs> They'll be like, we're never coming over. Can we tell it? No, no, no. no okay, we can't tell it. We can't. We'll, we'll tell y'all offline. But yeah, anyway, so I finally go to this building. Um, they, so he's being really like sketchy. He's talking about the area. And then he, I have to go down to the south side one day and he sends me the address. And when he sent me the address, he's like, yeah, just go drive by it. And I'm going to an event in the evening on the south side. So I... I see this address. You ain't fooling me. No, I'm not driving by it. So last week we finally go. I don't know how you have the keys to this building. Um, I don't. It's a lockbox. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So we finally go and we are looking at 15,000 square feet uh, in the complete dark. With our phone flashlights and we're walking through and I'm having to make a seven figure decision in the dark, literally. <laughs> and, uh, but we did. And I believe in that. Like Dave has great insight and that's what I told you. I trust you. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah I, I do want to like literally making a seven figure decision in the dark. Y'all thinking about it, like the building, but literally when I was talking to her and I'm like, yo, it's a rough part of town. She was like, bro, if you in, I'm in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not go ahead finish. Cause I, I want to, I'll make another point. I was just saying I, I trust you. And so um, I'm like, so when are we closing? Because, you know, a closing is typically like 30 days. Commercial could be like 60. Uh, he's like, next week. Oh. Um, well, it would end up being like a week and a half. And I'm like, because let me just check this account. I might have to transfer this <laughs> to this and then this. And just figuring out how we're going to pay. We have no, we know how we're going to secure the building. We have no idea how we're going to pay for it. Right. Just none, because it's just not wise to use all your money in this asset that won't be income producing for at least a year. Yeah. Ho hopefully we can get it done in like 10 months or so. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what was what was cool is I'm like, Donnie, we secure this building. Um, It will be easier to get money. Once we've secured the building, because one of the talking points is, yo, we already got the building. We are, we're investing in this thing. So now I, I believe what's going to happen is it's going to be a bidding war because eventually at, as we're talking about this building, obviously me and Donnie will make content. We'll make more. Uh, we'll be documenting this process. And this is going to be like the we work of. Yes. 
of content creation studios. Do y'all see it? Have y'all ever been inside of a WeWork or Spaces or Regis office building? Like one of those, you, you haven't been? Like you walk into this massive floor space, office space, and there's these different offices. Like your dentist office or something, they have their one office, but there's different buildings. It's like the, the WeWork for podcast suites. Mm -hmm. It's innovative. Nobody else thought to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's kind of, and we've talked about, let's do another content creation studio. Let's do this. Let's do, let's do another clubhouse. There's so many of these popping up yep. and I'm sure after we should have patented this. <laughs> we still can't. Well, trademark the idea. Well, no, we needed to patent it. So anybody who does a podcast, yeah. suite, Reese, we're not dropping this one for 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> We got to we got to apply first. We got to put uh, our application in. Yeah, but no, but nobody that we know of is doing this idea like suites specifically for podcasters. So now you can come out of your house. You don't have the kids knocking on the door saying, Daddy, what's, what you doing? Mommy, blah, blah, blah. You can feel like you're going into a work environment where you can be more creative. You can customize it for yourself and. Um, we talked about how they could customize stuff very, very loosely yeah. on the plane. Um, but you can customize your space and you have it and you're not on the hook for the space. You're just, you know, for finding the space that's your own and maintaining it. We got you. And you just come in like you would go into your office and it doubles as a business address. 100 percent. 100 percent. It's going to be really, really exciting, man. Um, but I, I just got this. I had a feeling like somebody's going to give us $500,000, $600,000, and it's going to turn into $60 million for them mm. at some point. This is your retirement plan. And people are going to believe us. The reason why I don't think this is, this is out yet is because, one, you'd have to – it would have to be a content creator who understands what content creators need in the space to even have the idea to understand that there's a need. Two – even the people that are content creators don't understand business like that. So yeah. the fact that Donnie understands everything from running a $5,000 business to a $500 million operation, she understands it. It's like a perfect storm. You know what I mean? So when we come together and present the idea, we're not going to have any time, any, we're not going to have any problem getting money from people. Yeah. But here's what I'm, I'm, telling all the potential investors right now it's even if we don't get the money me and donnie are gonna go get this money we're gonna go get this money we're already working on getting yeah, this money sure. <laughs> we'll do a, a webinar challenge something an event first of we, all we're on. doing one of those in the next two weeks because uh, <laughs> i gotta figure out how to get this money back by tomorrow you hear me 100 <laughs> percent so, yeah, it's not a game. If you see Dave and I out here thoughting for the dollars. Oh, for sure. Selling okay. butt. If you, selling butt. We ain't selling no butt. But <laughs> if you see us out here thoughting for dollars, you'd be like, dang, Donnie and Dave's work ethic is at an all-time high. Because <laughs> that bank balance is at an all-time low. <laughs> no, real talk for real. Yeah, I, CJ came on, uh, on the morning <laughs> meetup this week, and what he was talking about was being the right person. Mm -hmm. It was like, there are people who have amazing ideas, but the person that's investing doesn't trust the person. Mm. So what we have on our side is one, we've already like built out a concept. Like the, yeah. we have proof that we, we know what we're doing, right? Yeah. 
And then the, like, sis, like, Dottie has a bunch of stuff that I don't have, like the systems and the flow and the processes. And she has that, that woman's touch that's going to make it look and feel right, right? So we have the perfect, we, don't, we won't have any problem getting money from people because we are the right people. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people have ideas, but you're not the right person to carry that out and nobody trusts you. And plus that idea is a, is like the fifth idea you've had over the last year. Yeah. So every time we see you, you're talking about something else, you're excited about something else, but we will be locked in on this concept yeah. for the next forever. forever. And I'm so glad we're having a conversation now. Because they'll be able to play this back in three years. I was just sitting here thinking, and you know what I've, <laughs> I've said so many times is that I would love for our brand to model the Proctor Gallagher brand, mm. Bob Proctor and Sandy Gallagher, right? Tell me more. So Bob Proctor <laughs> was a genius all of his own, you know, with uh, the biggest, biggest belief coach, you know, that there is. And Sandy Gallagher was very... Um, very business savvy, right? But also a business coach and uh, an educator in her own right. And they both had these dynamic businesses separately, but at some point, and I don't know why, but at some point they merged and created the Proctor Gallagher Institute. Even when we were talking about doing the university and things like this is the model, like following this model and it's a legacy brand. And at the time that we were talking about it, I'm like, they're building a legacy brand and now Bob Proctor has passed away and the brand is still doing its thing. Mm -hmm. But just two big individuals coming together to do something even bigger. Yeah. Um, and the beauty about what's happening right now is we are really the social proof. 100%. Like you guys are having the opportunity to see this play out in real time. For those of you who have been around for a very long time, you know that we started out with small workshops. 40 people for $25 or something mm -hmm. like that over at the e-complex. And we're just teaching and we're recording and, you know, the content is on cell phones and low quality camera and we're putting this stuff out. And then, you know, it grows into the social proof podcast where we're in the first studio and, you know, we're up against our backdrop was a dirty white wall. It wasn't even really white, white. It had some, some opportunities for improvement. It wasn't dirty. We pay, we definitely painted you know, it was dirty because <laughs> it was used as a prop for like photo shoots oh, and people sure. are leaning on it and it's scuffed up. Yeah. We would literally have flies in the background and we're swatting flies oh, away. That's a, <laughs> we're, that's a fact. We're on camera swatting flies away and, mm -hmm. you know, you couldn't see the floor beneath us, but floor you know, the floor was filthy because yeah. of the paint job and the events and all of that stuff. And we're in these office depot chairs that are ripping in the back. And then you see us upgrade to some more chairs that are ripped but they're cushy um and then we upgrade again and now we're here and now we're doing the podcast suites and that really is also still just the beginning like this is what we come up with next and after that there's an after that and an after that and an after mm. that and by the time y'all realize how big this is your children will be involved you have the opportunity like you're seeing in real time Somebody who's doing something bigger. We're going bigger and bigger and bigger. I want to know what's a what's a restaurant that you could think, or like a fast food restaurant that you could think of. What's the one that you could think of? Chick Fil A. It's maybe not. Well, let's see. Okay, I want to know how much does Chick Fil A make daily? I want to know how much like that that particular business does. 
Hmm. Golly. <laughs> a single Chick-fil-A location earns approximately $19,442 per day, meaning an average Chick-fil-A location annual profits are slightly over $7 million. Okay, let me see what church's chicken. <laughs> chicken, man. Maybe about six, six thousand, six thousand a day before expenses. <laughs> before expenses. But that, no, okay, that's not right. What is it saying? It's saying that churches. No, okay, that's the company. The company makes seven hundred sixty-seven thousand a year. I mean, a day, but that's like all of them. How much does a a church's franchise maybe? Yes. How much does a church's chicken franchise franchise make daily? Okay. Okay, it's not showing, but <laughs> oh, on average, a church's Texas chicken franchise makes two hundred. And eighty nine thousand in profits per year. Okay, so then run the math. Two hundred thousand a year for a church's chicken franchise. Now we're gonna make more than two hundred thousand dollars a year. We we'll make that in a month. I mean, yeah, I mean, mm. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, how much? You don't believe we can make two hundred eighty nine thousand dollars? You know, I'm I'm so I'm thinking so like short term right now. I'm like, yo, how can we get that joint profitable immediately? But the cool thing is, yes, oh, we'll be blowing that out the window. But we'll have twenty. We gotta like get an engineer, and the engineer is gonna be about twenty thousand. Yo, but, <laughs> yo, you keep coming up with these numbers. <laughs> no, that was on the little breakdown. Tapping. <laughs> right now, we're at the threshold, chance. We're at the threshold. No, the okay. So also, okay. So what were you doing that for? Oh, because I wanted to know the valuation. Because because if we can do more than what they're doing a day, mm-hmm. we'll be worth more than that company. Mm, so we got to beat twenty thousand dollars a day. Yeah, easy. So we have this. We have this fifteen thousand square feet. Do this we'll for me, real quick. This twenty to twenty dollars a day. Times 356. How many years? How many days? Church's Chicken in 2009. Uh, FFL Partners bought Church's Chicken in 2009 has been seeking a sale since 2019 oh, at a reported easy. market price of $350 million. Church's Chicken, they're trying to sell that for $350 million. Hmm. This idea will make way more than yeah. Church's Chicken. Yeah. And it's so needed and we'll be able to franchise. When them joints start popping up. When them joints start popping up everywhere, you know, $100 million, $200 million valuation. First of all, if you want to go ahead and get on the list, waiting list for franchise opportunities to utilize our framework mm-hmm. and our proven processes yep. already, shoot me an email, Donnie at DonnieWiggins.com. We put a personal down. email on this episode. <laughs> Call me. Call me at 770. <laughs> But, like, thinking about that, um, saying that our valuation will be higher, 
it's like $20,000 a day. Somebody's looking at it like, oh, that's a lot of money. You won't do that. And I asked her to run the math on that for oh, me yeah. and tell me what it is. It's $7.3 million. So when I, $20,000 a day seemed like a lot. It seemed like, oh my God, we got to do that. But when she showed me that number and it was only $7.3 I'm like, oh, oh like, we can do that. Like, we've got friends who ran challenges and made $7 million in a weekend. 100%. So if in a weekend... Okay. Yeah. So if we can do that, uh, if they can do that, we can surely make seven point three in a year. Oh, for sure, because we got not all, so I have like calculating based on like twelve thousand square feet that we can get about twenty five units in there, right? Mm -hmm. But we still got another three thousand square feet on the back. That's all event area. Yeah. But we'll be able to. We're like heavily into. I bought this big book of soundproofing. Right. Just to understand it. So even as we have these, you know, these developers or um, the general contractors mm -hmm. will be able to share. OK, this is how we have to build these walls so that somebody could be having an event party in this side and you can't hear anything on this side. Mm -hmm. And this booth is directly connected to this booth and you will not be able to hear at all. We got like a light situation here. We got mm -hmm. soundproof sheetrock, soundproof insulation. But I even had to tell them what I knew in their construction of what to use to make that happen because they don't all just know it. Right. So it's, it, yeah, for sure. We have events going on, studios. All kinds of stuff. And that's that's still thinking small. Yeah. Um, there are so many extensions that we can create from this one concept a hundred percent um but super excited and super serious about franchising opportunities yeah. get in before the price goes up a hundred percent man but the, the the hopefully someone takes from this you got to go big mm -hmm. you got to go big there's you, you only have like a couple opportunities in life to go big yeah like where everything's aligned you have the idea you have the energy you got some resource you got some people that you can ask you can just just go after it I, I said this maybe uh, uh, maybe six, seven years ago. And I I don't know if I was at a, I think I was at a school. And I was talking and I said, I got this vision of me sitting around with my grandchildren and me being able to tell them all the stories. Not only the wins, but the losses too. No, nobody, nobody that knows me or know none of my kids will never say that he didn't try. Yep. Like nobody's going to say, yo, he, he, he didn't, I, I would rather try and fail than to just never try and be average. Mm -hmm. We're going for it. We are going, we for are it. going for it. We're going for yo, it. Yo, <laughs> bro, Donnie, I'm excited for this podcast because people get to see what we're doing in real time. In real time. We are going for it. Yeah. This is big and we're going for it, whether somebody gives us the money for it or not. Yep. Like we're betting it all. Yep. <laughs> like we're going for it. Yep. We're going for it. It's all the way up, man. So, um, uh, we're now doing personal coaching sessions. Okay. Cause yep. we need somebody. <laughs> and they're on sale right now. <laughs> Tell me what you got. <laughs> like, yo, we do like some, let's say we do like, uh, just round numbers, a thousand dollars. Okay. Who want it? If you do 300 of them, and I do 300, we got $600,000. I can do 300. I can figure out how for the next year to fit in a coaching session, five one, one coaching session five days a week. 
One coaching session five days a week. Yep. I'll do I'll do six days a week. What we yep. doing? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Listen, yeah, I, yeah. Might have to go on a little. You know what? This would be cool. You know what would be cool? So right, right now, I mean, there's certain things that you just wouldn't do because it would like diminish your brand. You don't want to be too accessible. Like I'm not about to make a flyer that says, "Hey, coaching session special, nine hundred dollars." You know what I mean? I'm not gonna do that, but. Creating a campaign around it, telling you all that, yo, we are willing to work. We'll, we'll do the work. This is the idea. This is the concept. We willing to work. So whatever, like y'all going to see events because some people will come because it's an amazing event. Two, I think people will come to support this particular vision. Let's just run a work for it campaign. Work for it. Are campaign. we going to do work for it or are we working for it? We working work we work, for it. Work, work, for it. it. Work, for work for it. Work for it. Work for it. Y'all see how this happens in real time? Hey, listen, these coaching sessions about to be. Y'all see how this happened in real time? <laughs> discounted. Be- heavily discounted. Forget whatever my rate was right. that we quoted you on the sales call. Call us back. <laughs> call us back. Call okay. us back. I know what I said. I don't do no one on one coaching. And I only do group. I only do this. Listen, listen. I know I said I don't work with beauty brands, but call us back. hundred uh, percent. Listen, it is going. No, so for real. Trey, I need you on a flyer, babe. Need a flyer. Hey, work for it. Oh my God. Bree, check go that uh go to go to uh, GoDaddy and see if workforit.com is available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Listen, we are going to go get it. Are y'all gonna go get it this year? We gotta stop playing it safe, y'all. Gotta stop playing it we safe. We gotta stop There's playing no... that foot shaking. When that foot starts oh, shaking, but this this conversation got me so hyped and so Ooh, excited. Oh my gosh! And now the work doesn't feel like some of y'all be grinding, you be tired. But once you're like going after something with a purpose, it becomes exciting. It becomes a game. Yeah. And you earn the right to be tired. Yeah. Yes. You earn the right to be exhausted. Some mm. of y'all tired and exhausted. You ain't even earned that. You didn't even do nothing and you just tired. Yeah. Right? You went to work for eight hours and you tired. You ain't earned exhaustion. I'm ready to go earn exhaustion. You're I want to listen. Like- At the end of the day, I want to fall out and just know, yo, I went for it today. You talking like Donnie right We're now. Going. Some of y'all ain't earned exhaustion. On, That's man. something I would say. You, what we doing? What we doing? <laughs> Yeah, nah, we're going for it. Excited, man. Yeah, and we're really working for it. What we got? Let me know real quick. Workforit.com. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and snatch that up. We got or any, any variation? We got of. any questions in Patreon too or here? Yes. yes. Let's go. Hold on, Donnie. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, the story <laughs> of it all. The story. You have a question? Okay, we'll get a mic okay. over yeah. there. The story of it all, and we're letting y'all see it play out, y'all. We putting all the money out there. Yeah. And as I'm making this decision, I'm like, Donnie, are you sure? I asked myself one time, you got employees, you're taking care of your daughter, your mom, your own house. Everything is really, really big expenses. Are you sure? Fuck it. We going for it. We going, we going for the it. Year. <laughs> we the year. What's the- put it all on it. <laughs> First thing we got to do is uh, next two steps literally is us wiring our portion of our money to the account that we're going to be using. Mm-hmm. And then 
transferring it to those people. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's a, it's a whole checklist of stuff we got to do. Obviously, um, the uh, insurance and, you know, just getting the contract and paperwork stuff together. Yeah. But, so um, we have to specifically create an operating agreement for this. Yeah. Um, we have to do that. We have to produce the money. Um, and then we have to start like pre-marketing, mm-hmm. pre-marketing, like letting everybody else know that we're doing and creating some type of hype around it yeah. so that we can secure investors, people who we don't even have to ask for money, but they want to come in and be a part of this because mm-hmm. they understand was possible. 100%. Um, and then we also have to figure out how we're going to get this money back um, in the next like 30 days. So yeah. <laughs> you'll see a lot of that. We'll be thinking about our events. Like seriously, even before, um, before today when we were talking about it, like when Dave and I were on the phone last week and we were talking about what it looked like, how much money we need now, how much we're going to need later and how much we'll continue to need. Because even after renovations and everything and something always goes wrong in a renovation. But even after that, we still have to staff it. We still have to have, you know, little things that are the extras. Right. And I said to Dave at that time, like, let's just put an offer out that is extremely valuable an offer that we don't necessarily, we just don't be feeling like putting these offers out, y'all. Like, we know that people want them. We know that you want to work with us in a capacity. We just don't be feeling like putting the offers out. We hadn't fit yeah. it in. And so I'm like, you know, we got to feel like doing something different. 100%. We got to feel like Absolutely. it. So um, we're and, and we're going to let y'all know in real time. The other thing to this, this project will be completely paid off in three years. Yep. Yep. This is not a 30-year mortgage this is so it's a very aggressive goal it's a multiple at the end of it it will be a multiple seven figure project oh for sure that we um will have an aggressive goal of paying off in three years yeah after improvement too i think we'll probably end up with like two and two about i one and a half to two million dollars worth of equity in the building itself after the improvement yeah well maybe even more than that because one of the owners next to us he said that they had been trying to give him $3 million recently and his property is shot. Oh, for Um, sure. So, and that's probably, that's with no improvement. So um, it will probably be worth even more than that. And, um, but yeah, we want to go into this. We want to be responsible. We want to be fast, but we don't want to, we're going into heavy debt now to, to, to produce something or present something to the marketplace that has not been done before we're already good at it. Like, who better to do it than the number one podcast for entrepreneurship? For sure. Who better to do it? Who better to do it than us? So we're going to do it and eliminate the debt very quickly is the plan and then go straight in to profit. But just also the opportunities that are being created for so many of the people, so many mm-hmm. of you who want to build an authority and influence-based brand um, to be able to come in now and have a creative space and, uh, you know, have something that fits your style and your image and it feels amazing and have that opportunity to be in with other creatives. Like, could you just imagine if you didn't have to do your podcast on your phone from home or mm-hmm. if you didn't have to invest in, you know, certain camera equipment and, you know, things like that and camera equipment and technology is ever changing and that part's on us. right so it's just an amazing um it's amazing it's an amazing opportunity that was created yeah i'm gonna show you this too this is 
probably this is literally like around the corner um this property while he's looking for that i said dave like let's just buy the block yeah this one's around the corner half the size oh yeah for more money than we're buying this building for oh i like that yeah there's equity yeah there's, there's equity, equity. There's 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 equity. Um, I said, Dave, let's just buy the block because this neighborhood is old, you know, and these people are going to be pushed out by somebody anyway. Yeah, right. 100%. We've already seen it happen. They're yeah. going to get pushed out. And they just built a police station around the corner. So Perfect. Cool. Let's go meet them. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> let's go meet them. Um, but the. These these properties, a lot of these people who own the properties, they're dying off now. Kids today don't have any interest in yeah. taking over these businesses. Some of these businesses don't need to be in business. Like, I ain't eating from any fast food place over there. Mm -mm, it's, um, over. Mm -mm, it's a wrap. I'll be hungry, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, but But real talk. So I'm telling him, like, there's two opportunities right there. Let's buy it. Dave's like, let me drive you through the neighborhood first. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I still, I, it is, it, it's a neighborhood. Mm. That neighborhood is hooding. It's hooding. Okay. <laughs> um, but I'm not afraid of it. Yeah. Like, look at what happened in Old Fourth Ward, the West End, um, all these areas that have just been revitalized yeah. into something amazing. And, like, I just have a vision for it, and, and we keep us over there, like, not yeah. even doing the most. This is still for us, but I believe us putting this business in that neighborhood is going to inspire the people in that neighborhood, but it's also going to bring money to the area. And I would love to see us, you know, improve in the area, yeah. you know, when when we have the opportunity to do that. But I think, I think, I think black people seeing other black people dream big yeah, because those businesses are not necessarily black owned in their neighborhood. Right. Nope. Um, I think them seeing us come in, you know, younger black people coming in and dreaming big and going for it. I hope that it infuses some hope into the, the residents of that community to like, let's start getting some stuff together. Yeah. Let's, and, and the way I see it, the people who, other people think are troublemakers are going to provide for us. They're going to be our security. They're going to yeah. protect us and make sure we're good in the neighborhood. hundred percent. I think one of our first orders of business too, I was looking at the school district and you know, they have the, the numbers of walk, uh, like the walk rate, like, uh, like what is the kind of like safety or whatever. And then the schools and stuff like that. So the schools, the elementary school, I think the middle school and the high school, are all like two or three out of 10. Ooh. Meaning they're probably uh, not well-funded and the kids that are going to this school don't even have a chance. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I'm sure is going to be important to both of us is getting into those schools and like, let's start educating our babies in our neighborhood. We're going to give you know them a I mean? chance. Yeah, we're going to give them a chance. We're going to give them a chance. I'm excited. Yeah. I am excited. Super excited. Goodness gracious. This Social proof show up in the hood Come and on. change things around. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yep. That's Absolutely. It. Any other questions, y'all? Any Anything else? We got anything else? Any other questions? We good? Okay. Hold on. Let's see. Um, Can you mute? Oh. No. Okay. Okay. Um, we don't have any questions from the Patreon? No. Nope. All right. So, hey. do Okay. So, listen, y'all. 
Support the stuff we doing, okay? Join the morning meetup. Join Post the Paid. Join Six Figure EDU. Yo, join them joints. Hit me up and just tell me what you need. We need money. We'll, we'll create some stuff. <laughs> we need bread. Yeah, we need some bread. So, yes. So, let y'all listen. If you if you just want to support, here's here's what's important too. Supporting other people with a dream is um it gets reciprocated. So if you have something and you're expecting support, you need to support other people and what they do. And I, I'm never really an asker of like, hey, support me, support me, support me. Um, but I I do have a track record, and Donnie does as well, of supporting people. Yeah. And that's why we continue to keep growing. That's why we continue. We, we never lack for anything because we've helped so many people and supported so many people. So even if you're, I don't know, you're not um, – super into entrepreneurship or you don't got the time to be a part and you just want to support join. And Let's you know, join. I've always said that, um, two things that I would never do, put my cash app in my bio, Bree, go ahead and edit <laughs> that now. And I or mean, sell your body. I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to Bree. Negotiable Gordon. AF. No, <laughs> put we a, got big dreams, baby. Big dreams. A, put a book me on there. <laughs> Put a book me now. Um, I said that I would never put my cash app in my bio. I also said that I would never start a GoFundMe. That's starting to go for me, Wait, we could sell our bodies before we start a GoFundMe? Absolutely. What kind of strategy do you have? Absolutely. Listen, we got. I'm not saying that I'm going to put my bio, my cash app in my bio, or we're going to start a GoFundMe. But if you felt obligate if you felt like we should pass the collection plate around and you would donate to it just dm me for my cash app and we'll handle it that way donnie you gotta so you're i'm married you're gonna have to sacrifice (laughs) there's all these people that be wanting to date you in the in the comments and all that you gotta take some for the team man (laughs) y'all please don't make me have to take one for the team You guys, please help me keep my dignity and pride intact and uh, remain respectable out in these streets. You know, join post to paid. Join post to paid. Not OnlyFans is up. You hear me? It's up. Look, tell me what y'all need, and I'll have the product created by the end of business that day. If 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 suggestions come in by three p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll have the product created by by six p.m. Eastern Standard Time that day. Mm-hmm. But y'all, we gotta um we gotta get some money. Like I don't know where y'all think this money coming from. Your butt. <laughs> My butt. No. Y'all don't listen to him. I don't know where y'all think this money coming from. But you are seeing two old kids. We, you, David and I are two adult kids. And what I mean by that is Ugh. that we have adult responsibilities. We are adult in age, but we still have kid-like imaginations mm-hmm. and dreams. Yep. And so we are two adult kids that are going for it. And we need some. We need support, family. Mm-hmm. There's yep. that. Yeah, man. Go, go after it, y'all. Go after it. Now is the time. Go after it. We're putting it out there. This ain't no secret stuff where if we win, we win. If we lose, nobody knows about it. Like we are showing you right now this whole process. We are super transparent about everything we're doing because we want to truly be an inspiration to people to say, yo, I got an idea. While I have the swag, the energy, the the audience, while 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 you have the 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 information, 
just go for it, y'all. Yeah. If you go for it, it doesn't work. You will not die. Mm-mm. You will not die. But my 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 fear is that that you you get to a point where you can't physically go after it, and it's all off. It's, it's all you. You'll never know the possibilities. Got it. I know what it's like to go after being a rapper. Now I know it didn't work Shit, out. No, you don't. I was, no, I was you going don't, at it. Dave. You what know you what mean? it's like to spit bars. You ain't I ever went after, after it. being a rapper. I went after it. Who you auditioned for? Jazzy Faye. Did you? Because I could call him. In the parking lot of an Applebee's in Huntsville, Alabama. Is that the only thing that you did? I DM some producers. What shows did you do? I was... What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do any shows. What little nightclubs were you pulling up in spitting bars and people were Oh, walking? I spit bars in some nightclubs Did for you? sure. Yeah, they gave me love. Absolutely. Yeah. I went after it. I just want to see a video. I want to I put something out. I just want to hear you put something out. I got something. I uh I got something. I first off, I got all the footage. Okay. I, I got wanna, so much footage of me rapping and Were you wearing the plaid shirts and, and ties then too? Um the plaid shirts and ties. No, no. I was wearing um, 8X t-shirts. That's ridiculous. So, you were really buying 8X t-shirts. It wasn't 8, but it was a... Sh- like a 4X. It was, it was knee length for a show. <laughs> <laughs> for a show. You yeah, thought you yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of the down south Georgia boys. I, oh, 100%. <laughs> Size 42 jeans. You can't wear a 42... Yeah. Oh, you probably could wear a 42. No, right? I'm a 36 now. Oh, you are? Yeah. Good job, Shan. But I'm 30 pounds bigger... <laughs> when I was wearing 42, 44, bigger the better. Yeah. Yeah. Straight clown out on these streets. Hat. Hat was what it was. Snapback? Nah. You had a snapback? Nah, those are the fitted days. Okay. But this is definitely how it looked, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all thought it, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you was looking, waiting for your turn. And <laughs> you got to kind of look at the ground a little bit while you're going after the bars. You know what I mean? This Did you have me. a hype man? A what? Did you have a hype man? Oh, yeah, 100%. So your boy had to know your bars. So when you got to the point, they say, killer. <laughs> you know what I mean? While I say it at the same time. And then, yeah, absolutely. I was a battle rapper. No. Who wasn't? Dave, you don't even like confrontation. Who you wasn't? Were not- <laughs> But it wasn't real confrontation because they're talking about killing people too. You know what I mean? We and all over here lying. Yeah. We all. We all uh, over here telling lies. In my raps, I was selling. I was selling so much cocaine in my raps. Yo, I was popping so, so much pee in mine. Okay, and was not doing anything at all. I'm talking about making movies, but I ain't never made a movie in my life. <laughs> Let's make a movie while we watch one. That should be a lot of fun. No, no, <laughs> y'all. I have made no movies in my lifetime. <laughs> oh my and I had the kids singing those songs, making up dances in the basement. I am Mm-mm. trash. Jesus Christ! Yeah. I was a pimp, an X play, an X-rated rapper. You were a pimp though in real life. Yeah, I was a pimp in real life. I didn't so. see it that way, but I definitely was a pimp in real life. Oh yeah, yeah, you are for sure. <laughs> Look, man, nice. we need y'all. Uh, just continue to follow the journey. I will bring out some bars one day. You know what I mean? Because we got a whole lot of bills to pay. What's your line? 
You don't even we'll need. We'll take your money. You don't even need lies when your hands could do this. <laughs> <laughs> and mine was. You know what I'm saying? It's up. <laughs> yeah, I I'm gonna find. You know what? I'm gonna find some footage, Reese. If you remind me, I'll find some footage, and you can, or a picture at least, and I will get y'all a picture. I'll get. I don't know. Maybe okay. I, I might try to find. Okay, I know exactly where the footage is too. I'm. You know what? We gonna put. <laughs> Donnie is out of control. That was my look. Got your girl paid. Oh Hear my me? gosh. Got your girl paid. I was in features and stuff. That's what I'm saying. You got to go back to that. What? You got to go back to that. I'm going back to that. I'm going back to my days, y'all. We thugging it out right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am no longer an. I am currently not an entrepreneur. I'm a hustler. Yes. I'm a Ooh. hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler. No CEO, baby. no business Ain't owner, no all CEO. that. We hustling for sure. Hustling. Let's get it. Hard life. Let's Hard get knocks. It. School right. of. So let's put together a workshop we could do. Maybe let's put together a workshop, a two day joint. Let's just start going. Let's do it. Yep. Good. All right. So listen, y'all, man. Subscribe, please. Follow the journey, man. Go big. This is a year. Hopefully, this is an inspiration for you all <laughs> to start moving on those ideas, okay? Whatever you got to do, whatever you got to do, if you got to, like, if you got to work extra shifts so you can get some more money, if you got to start asking people for money, you got to start uh, getting your business funding together, whatever. If you got to sell butt. No, we do. are not selling. That's the clip that all the blogs are going to post. We are not selling. No, no. Do what you got to do to succeed, okay? So, Donnie, you, you want to close this out? I think you closed this out. There it um, is. Y'all, wish that everything is for sale. So, just click all the links that you see in the bio and, oh, yeah. my gosh, everything is for sale. Is that, the, is that the title of this video? Let me let me get the Sell thumbnail image. Hold on. <laughs> Trey? <laughs> Zelda, did you already take pictures? <laughs> Come on, let's go. All right, come on, let's do it. Did you take the pictures already for the thumbnail? Oh, yeah, we good then. Okay, we good. Yeah, we good. Yeah, all right, man. Like, subscribe, join our Patreon. Um, just, you know, whatever it takes. Oh, my mic was blocking the money. Yanni's here, so Yanni, you know the clips. Okay, you know the angle. You know the angle of the clips. <laughs> I'm going to just talk into the mic real quick and. We <laughs> out. Oh my God. We're thoughts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.